How many mics do we? Government, the other day. Write it away, write it away. Funky on the mic like an old batch of cops. My mind can't remember how many asteroids are still at heart, and no one's from the old school. Cause rap is still a brand new tool, I say. If you are here looking for the same old new school with Idris Goodwin, Kevin Koval, you are in the right place. This is where we chop it up and we discuss hip hop, the weekend in hip hop and related culture. You know, last week was when we were just getting into this this moment, you know, this this historic revolutionary moment that we're in right now. And so we decided we were going to kind of flip the script a little bit on the format. Yeah, just, you know, kind of have a conversation about the events of the day and and how it pertains to I think, you know, how in some ways hip hop has prepared us for these moments. And yeah. also, what's what's going on right now? What's going on in our minds? What's going on in these streets? And and be able to account uh, for you know some of the things that we're privy to and witnessing. Um, there's a lot going on, and so I guess you know to start off with, you know, just shout out to everyone who's listening in. Shout out Vocalo Radio, Vocalo, yeah. um, and uh, yeah, I guess Idris just like you know we're we're now you know. Um, like almost 10 days or more, I guess, into this moment. And yeah. uh, where have you been? What's on your mind? What are you seeing? What are you thinking? What are you, what are you being well, motivated by right now? I got to tell you, man, I am, I am just getting so much joy and laughter out of the Democrats and their, and their, <laughs> their recent, like, I feel like they got like somebody from Brand Nubian in their cabinet all of a sudden. <laughs> Because first your man Joe Biden was talking about some 10% and 15%, which is like, if anybody knows anything anything about 5% science, is it a faith tradition? Would you call it a faith tradition? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Faith tradition. Yeah, it faith stems tradition. out of the Nation of Islam when Clarence 13X yeah. like, you know, broke off and started his own kind of segment of that yeah. tradition. He yeah. was like, nah, not enough math in this. Uh, <laughs> and so, and so, but if you listen to a lot of hip hop of like the late eighties, early nineties, I mean, five percenters had a, had a strong influence in hip hop. And so bedded in the music, there's all this hip hop terminology, word is bond, cypher, cypher, you know, wisdom, yeah. knowledge, and understand all that, all that gods you know, and earth, all the yeah. gods and earth, all that Wu Tang, you hear the influence on Wu Tang. I mean, sh- there is no, there is no hip hop as we know it without no. five percenters. Yeah. So, uh, all due respect, but uh, he, you know, when they talk about, you know, the five percent is based on their theory about that there are five percent of people that were basically given knowledge, you know, to, to in, yeah, impart on the masses, and then to impart to the other eighty-five percent who mm-hmm. you know need need to receive and are vessels for that knowledge, and yeah, then the, civil, the other you got civilized the eighty-five, civilized the eighty-five, and then the other ten percent are are essentially considered to be wicked, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So that's basically what Joe Biden was saying. He was basically saying, yo, God, 10% of these people, I mean, basically he could have been on the new Jay Electronica album. Like, I think I think he ghost wrote, I think Joe Biden ghost wrote Jay-Z's verses. Yo. <laughs> so, and then, he, and then they show up in the Kente Coughs today with no explanation. What I was, what just, was that? I, I didn't, I, I thought that that was straight up a meme or like I, I really didn't or or poor righteous teachers got back together like what 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 yeah what happened like I didn't I well, thought that was, that was it was a, fake for it was real a, no, well the kufi the, the kente kufi on Joe Biden was yes, definitely was, fake was <laughs> yeah but when he said but that's what I pictured in my head when he when he told John, and he told it to Don Cheetah which makes it even blacker uh uh 
Uh, yes, there is. Uh, somebody's asking, is there a five percent community in Chicago? I would say absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. No, of course. I mean, you know, as a, as a kid, I mean, I remember, you know, some of the Zulu Nation folks in Chicago were also part of five percent or communities, and you know, certainly, you know, put us on to a kind of mathematics, you know. Um, yeah. And so I remember, um, you know, uh, my man at sixty third and Racine had a spot where he would. It was like a, it was a community center up front, but in the back, if you ever got the occasion to go to the back, he would have all these charts and collages where he would basically break down the math and the science of like, you know, like all like the trichnology, all that, all yeah. that moment yeah. of like television and libra- yeah, exactly. libraries where the lies are buried. where they buried the lies. You know what I'm saying? saying? Yeah, yeah. All of this, all of this kind of like, you know, like fundamental syllabic like breaking yeah. down uh, and, and like etymology is yeah beautiful i mean um i mean that's and and you know wu-tang if you if you read the Tao of wu which is riz's book oh yeah that's, essential that's reading like, essential yeah. reading yeah um so anyway but i'm so that's what's happening right now which again it's like it's it's hilarious and they are getting washed right now certainly by black twitter but it's also kind of incredible that like I'm seeing this, like I'm seeing, I, I can't believe it's even real right now. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, what is this moment? I saw a video of a bunch of people in England tossing a statue, like they knocked the statue down and they were like rolling the statue and like kicking the statue's ass. And then they like <laughs> pushed it over the harbor. <laughs> and this know. was the statue of this like infamous slave trader uh, in British history. And uh, And again, I'm just like, wow you know like this this like two weeks ago if i told you that was gonna happen oh three no, weeks the, ago but yeah marvelous times man i mean look i am yeah. I, I am one of the things i'm doing um is you know i i feel like and and i know we've talked about this before but you know hip-hop has prepared you know me to basically for the last 30 years be engaged in in anti-racist work you know as mm. i think it's prepared you know generations um yeah. But never in my life did I think I would be sending around a document to corporate spaces, to, you know, colleagues that, you know, the title of which is toward the end of white supremacy. And it's, you know, and and it's, it's, I mean, obviously it is about time, but I didn't think that, you know, I, when I would bring up, you know, just as a white person talking about whiteness and anti-racist work and bringing up white supremacy in white spaces, I would be shunned from rooms. Yeah. You know, and now there are white people that I know who are desirous of said like, information. Yeah, for really? real. Really? Right? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Eighty-five percent. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but but I think what it is is this amazing convergence, right? I think the music, because right, it's not an accident that you know we say thirty years, like America KK is most one. We've been talking about Ice Cube, yeah. um, but you you just hit me to the fact that before that it was. Uh, Fear of a Black Planet, Public Enemy. In a- is- April in 90, yeah, is when Fear of a Black Planet dropped. Oh, what unfortunate timing, because they, they, there was the COVID, and then there was the, the Flake, I know, flake that, getting yeah. fake fired and all that, that just kind of yeah, but that but, opportunity. But this is, this is Public Enemy's third record, um, yeah. you know, which, I, you know, and I wonder how you feel about, one, I wonder what songs on that record you know, you, you continue to resonate with you, but also this is ridiculous to talk about PE's best record, but, but certainly it's one that I think probably got the most play uh, in part because of fight the power. 
you know, yeah. which exactly. you know was 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 the the opening track in '89 to Spike Lee's "Do the Right Thing," but then was essentially the single for "Fear of a Black Planet." Well, you know, I know in your um, one of your best collections, uh, Everyday People, there is a poem about Idris Goodwin and uh, Fear of a Black Planet. Uh, uh, and so, yes, that is, that is, in my opinion, uh, it's, here's, here's how I look at it. It takes a nation of millions to hold us back. It's good kid, Mad City. And Fear of a Black Planet is damn. I think Damn is Kendrick Lamar's most refined and cohesive album. I think Good Kid, Mad City has just the most fire. Um, so anyway, bringing it back to P.E., Fear of a Black Planet for me was just, that That was just prime time. Idris, his ears are wide open. And that album is so cinematic. It's just so brilliant. It's them. It's their peak. It's them at their peak. It's Chuck, Flav, and the Bomb Squad at their prime, like, like Jordan before he retires the first time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. just like flawless. I mean, they say Elvis was a hero to most. He never meant to me. He's straight out racist. The sucker was simple and plain. Oh, for the man, man, John Wayne. Because I'm black and I'm proud. Yeah, I'm hyped and I'm amped. Most of my heroes don't, don't appear in no stamps. stamps. Sample a look, you look back and see nothing. Rednecks for 400 years, if you check. Don't worry, so, be happy with yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. And I've been thinking about that video when I'm looking at the pictures yes, of the protest. Yes. I'm like, this looked like the video for Fight the Power, and directed so by two, Spike Lee. Directed yeah. by Spike Lee. So two things about that. One is, uh, it's called Fear of a Black Planet, and and that's what's happening right now. Yeah. Because because it's not about it's not because what it is, Kev, is that is that black folk have had such an undeniable influence at this point. And we've sort of come up, have, have sort of, we're multiple generations of being raised in hip hop, which, you know, we had jazz, we had R&B, we had pop, no question black folk had talent, but we were muzzled. Hip hop is like, no, we're going to do it on our terms, our way. We're going to say what's really going on, whether you like it or not. That hadn't really happened before. And then to be on cable TV and broadcasting to Omaha, Nebraska, and then you got the M&Ms who, who, you know, the white rappers, the ones who were decent they were ambassadors and so while it was painful i think for many to see them become bigger than the other stars no no white artist ever became bigger than hip-hop itself so no one artist ever became bigger than the movement and so what we're seeing right now is the fear of a black planet mm. is the fear because it is because there is no moment like right now without hip-hop full stop yeah I mean, the other the other song that continues, I mean, the whole album is, if you've not heard this album, it is absolutely 30 years strong. It, it still plays front to back. I don't wanna. Yeah. Well, and, and then the other the other song that I've been thinking about in this moment is Burn Hollywood Burn. Burn Hollywood Burn, I smell a riot going on. Burn, oh, uh, you know, because not only does it, does it come, you know, a year before Rodney King, um, but also, I mean, what it's speaking to explicitly is the necessity to counter the, you know, dominant white supremacist narrative that Hollywood continues in some ways to hold at the center of its, you know, storytelling or narrating uh, ability, you know, it, it, yeah. and, 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 and that song features an incredible verse from Cube, Ice Cube is down with the now every and oh, yeah. Big Daddy Kane. As I walk the streets of Hollywood Boulevard. Um, and 
it's at the time where they're, I mean, they're talking about driving Miss Daisy. Um, yeah. and, and, other, and the history of cinema. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> driving Miss Daisy. No, no, no. <laughs> and that's ironic. And, and incidentally, that movie, that's the movie that's, that do the right thing, which is the be- one of the best American films ever made. One of the best films ever made. Definitely one of the best American films ever made. Again, another movie that's about right now. Um, required viewing for every American period. I'm shocked when I meet kids in film school who haven't seen this movie yet. I'm like, your film teacher's a schmuck and you need to not enroll right now if you haven't seen Do the Right Thing. Um, but he, but Do the Right Thing lost to Driving Miss Daisy. That's that unreal. Year. And, then, and, wait, and, then, and, then, and then Black Klansman lost to Green Book. And so, and so Spike's joke at the Oscars was like, I always lose when somebody driving somebody. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, I, I wanted to talk about it last week, and I forgot to. But um, it, 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 Spike dropped a a, a video visual mixtape on CNN oh, wow. um, of uh, a mashup between the end of Do the Right Thing when Radio Rahim is choked out, uh, mm. uh, uh, when the police choke out Radio Rahim, which Spike said, and, and I, we've known this is a, is a reference to the police murder of Michael Stewart in the 80s mm-hmm. in New York. Mm-hmm. Um, but he mashed it up with a shot of uh, Eric Garner um, mm. and, a, and a shot of George Floyd. Mm. Um, and it was mm. a mashup mix visual mixtape going back and forth between all of the sonics and audio and 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 the sp- the speech in those three videos and it's it's unbelievable how tragically prophetic and also constant that site is in American history yeah. you know and and many you know spike has often been criticized for being overt right not subtle and the longer we go on this, you know, uh, what's that? Uh, is that a Kiss song, Crazy Train? Or Alice Cooper? Anyway, why am I asking you? Uh, but as we go further on this crazy train called the United States of America, you realize that why am I wasting time with subtlety? Like, there is no, I mean, like, no more subtlety. Because that's what, it, you got to bust people upside the head with with what it is sometimes and so you know i appreciate that because also folk forget you know folk forget so i mean you know the thing that that hit me and i think i may have said this last week so fast forward if you heard this i don't think i did but the thing that really is hitting me is like oh wow it's just a reminder it's very obvious but it's like the reason we need protests is so it's it's because folks forget and sometimes we need the, you know, the, what is it? The, the protesters, the rioters and the looters, all three distinct groups, they come out at the same time, but nonetheless, they're all really there because of the same thing. The protesters are the careful strategic ones. The rioters are just angry, just full of emotion. And the looters are opportunists, but it's because they don't have, and there's a reason they don't have, right? So, you know, when people, bring forth this narrative that like, oh, well, what about the looters? It's like, are you guys forgetting the, the injustice that we just, you know, watching? You got people like Candace Owens being like, oh, he wasn't that innocent. It's like, 
Neither is Congress. (laughs) Yeah, or the 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 companies who ran. Yeah, but I I I think to your point, you know, one of the things I I know is that at the center of like the white colonial culture project is is amnesia. You know, is Mm, is a a cultural amnesia. Is the necessity to forget. And 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 I I think you know one of the things I wanted to ask you and and by the way folks you're you're listening to Vocalo uh, Radio this is the same old new school with, same old new uh, school yeah with uh, Kevin Koval and Idris Goodwin yes and um, you know this is a weekly conversation Idris and I engage in around hip hop and and issues of the day but one of the things I wanted to ask you is you know what what is one of the songs um, that hip hop kind of put out that prepared you. Or, or made you it prepared you to maybe think about it in a new way or dissect uh, white supremacy or um, you know just put you on to a different aspect of it or oh yeah I mean dog like come on and I think you and I are gonna say the same part like Karis one period like full stop no one no one did it like him because you, I would hear these things like you know stuff the sign I would have you know A-F-R-I-C-A Angola, Soweto, Zimbabwe Tanzania, Zambia Mozambique and Botswana so, so let us speak about the motherland um, but, but Chris just he would just take you through it carefully they were like essays and yes. he would just and it was funky too you know yes. what I mean uh, you must learn you, 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 you. And um, why is that? I mean, those two right there. But the song that's really just this line, ever since I heard it back in like 92 when this song came out, 92, 93, this is like a a line I think about almost every week. And it's uh, from Sound of the Police, which again, very resonant if you listen to it now. Um, He says, there can never really be justice on stolen land. think about that every week man because it's so true and that's and so anytime there's a voice in my head that's like what do these people mean defund the police like how are you going to defund the po-? it's like this is all designed this is all designed to to for, you know to make one demographic very very comfortable you know what i mean and and to hide and to your point about amnesia and erasure i mean that's that's really what it's about it's like don't look in, don't, don't look over there. Don't look over there. I heard real quick. I, uh, I, there's this uh, solo performer named Mike Daisy, and uh, I, I went to. He had this series where he was doing every single night. He was doing uh, uh, an hour um, based on a chapter from Howard Zinn's book, People's History of the United States, and just kind of riffing and like he has this thing where he just sort of makes it up as it goes. And he he had this beautiful analogy where he said he said uh, white supremacy. where he said no no america is a house and its pillars are racism and sexism he's like you can you can remodel the rooms you can bust out the wall whatever um hide all the bodies in the attic and in the basement he goes but if you take either of those pillars out the whole thing's gonna fall wow yeah yeah you know the, the 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 sound of the police i think it also has that riff that i've seen now subsequently people use right now um that that etymological uh follow of you know that you know police are built 
you know, quite literally from slave patrols. Yeah. But he says yeah. in in that song, yeah. you need a little clarity, check the similarity, similarity. you know. The overseer ran around a plantation. The overseer ran a children on a nation. The overseer, you know, which is uh, overseer, 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 officer, 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 officer. You know, one of the, uh, you know, really like first generation of New York graffiti writers scheme put that that phrase officer officer from overseer yeah. on a, uh, a, a a slap like a, a, a u.s postal office sticker um, wow. and put it put it on the gram this past week you know mm-hmm. and and, mm-hmm. and that and i've seen that phrase and that etymological work you know brought back up in this time too the song for me yeah. that i think more than anything in some ways like hipped me to really wanting to investigate the the lies that exist at the pillars at the core of the country was off the edutainment record which we've had debates about about if this is uh, bdp and krs's best album we, we won't go into that right now no, but we're not going to no it's we pretty don't, dope don't. though it's pretty dope I, it's funky it, yeah and that phrase edutainment yeah, it's something it's, I've been using more frequently because I'm like, oh, only like my brother and Kevin Koval actually in at a man's bag, like, <laughs> you know, only like a handful of people actually have heard that word before. And so it's not played out because, you know, only a select few really knew what it was, you know. Well, and it also speaks to, I think, clearly what we're trying to do with yeah, the exactly. culture work that we do. Um, but the song that that kick off, kicks off that record is uh, Black Man's in Effect. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I was, you know, when that song came out in, uh, that song, that record comes out in 90. And, you know, I'm, I guess I'm 15 years old. And I just remember, you know, you know, walking my dog late at night, uh, reciting this verse to myself over and over again. Um, and th- there's that one of the, op- the, in the second verse, he has uh, a few bars in, he says, man was found thousands of years before Adam began. And when he was found again, they can't laugh at you. It's right there, smack in Africa. Man, the most ancient man was found thousands of years before Adam began. And when he was found again, they can't laugh at you. It's right there, smack in Africa. And from and then from there, he talks about um, how the Greek empires and the Roman empires stole from Egypt and mm-hmm. stole and looted. And I mean, when we think about looting, looted um, blackness, mm-hmm. looted the the you mm-hmm. know the temples, the pyramids that that Egyptian Egyptians built. And if you want to look at the origin uh, origination of science and math and art and music and graffiti, i.e., calligraphy, then you have to look at black civilization. And and as a yeah. young white kid, getting that knowledge and and he had already primed me for it with why is that and my philosophy and all these other things. Mm-hmm. It made me then irrevocably go into the stacks of the libraries and start to understand that there is that amnesia, there is the lie at the foundation of this country, and therefore I can never trust this country. Yeah, exactly. And and what's and what's shaking it up right now is discomfort. Like they know when folks are comfortable, they're not asking questions. They're not looking around, right? And what's happening right now and what and really like to back it up even further i think you know i never understood the resistance to rap music like i was like this is so clearly funky and so clearly right i mean when you hear rappers delight come on (laughs) everything's okay like you can't who hears that and it's like this is garbage like (laughs) it's um, mad yeah (laughs) yeah who like and so and just to see its evolution like it's so good like kendrick lamar is so clearly talented i mean like I mean, Karis one like what he was spitting was so clearly brilliant and, and researched. And I mean, and where is this guy 
where did this guy even come from? You know, who, whose mind is this? And really, it's because, you know, they're shaking the tree. You know, they're shaking it. They're, they're shaking every they're at, They're just asking questions, really, like the song. Why is that? Why is that? Right. Yes, and right. and and uh, and that's what I think the music, you know, hip hop has always done. And and certainly like, I mean, I don't know. I would love to ask those guys like I'd love to see the panel of. Chuck D and, you know, Queen Latifah and everybody from that era, just everything they were kicking, you know, like I think about Queen Latifah and Moni Love, Ladies First. The ladies will kick it, the rhyme, it is wicked. Those that you know, that song comes out in like 89, you know, even even on uh, America's Most Wanted, like Cube and Yo-Yo going Yo-Yo, back and yeah. forth. First of all, let me tell you my name, it's Yo-Yo. And I found out later that that was actually a song on her demo that they were shopping around, like Cube was shopping... Cuban Jinx had produced Yo-Yo's first demo. And that song was on there, you know? So even though he's saying some pretty rough stuff on the album, you know, he's he still was smart enough to know that there's probably women listening to this album and they're probably going to want their perspective represented, right? And so, you know, it, it's just it's just that kind of... I think, I think we're such at a moment now to absorb and accept you know, the, the, the same minds that not only challenged, but imagine new possibilities and built and build a new conversation. Cause that's what they did. I mean, they built a whole new industry, a whole new conversation, a whole new culture that is now materializing in so many ways and, and in, in clear ways and indirect ways. Um, and so as we begin to like rebuild the nation, you know, it, it's exciting to me to think about who's going to be at that table or who should be at that table, you know, and what's and what and how much just how much more free we will be if we do it the right way. And if we have the right people at the table. But if we embrace sort of the best of like hip hop's philosophies, um, you know, it's going to be it's going to be. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know how to say it. I mean, this is very, well, very hopeful it's, stuff. Yeah, know? no, but but I think that's because at the center of hip hop, and this is also like as as an optimist and also as a as a hip hop kid who who sees, I think the best, tries to see the best and tries to see the best of the culture, is that hip hop at the end of the day uses radically democratic tools to create radically democratic cultural practice, and if we yeah. were to put those as the ways of structuring cultural, political policy change, then we would have a different society. You know, the reason why, and you know, and again, KRS says that that's why we build it in the cipher. You know, you'll hear me kid, the government is building the pyramid in part because the cipher is non-hierarchical. It's done yeah. in the context of a community. And, and I think that is in direct challenge to the way that capitalism works and the direct challenge into the way that, that white supremacy remains in control of our minds and, 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 and systems. Um, and that's what we're seeing now. We're seeing a reminder that the, the people are saying, no, we actually run this. And it's not even, it's not even everybody. I mean, most of us are still on lockdown. Most of us are still at home, you know, but we're sending money for bail. We're donating to this. We're tweeting, we are sharing, we're spreading the information. And there are people out there who are really risking themselves for this and you see i mean you see that drone shot at la my dude it's like this is who runs this yo yeah this is who runs or more in the streets yeah yeah this, these, you know you see you see people talking to national guard and police and and what's brilliant about those videos and, and i know some people are very skeptical of you know the policemen kneeling with them and all that stuff but 
But what I see in those is I'm like, there's just another person. You know, it's like that, that the power of that uniform begins to kind of melt away where you're like, you're just another dude who's like, I needed a job. job like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, and so there's something very interesting going on and exciting, but, but that's all I think about is like, wow, like, yo, it's like the chance, all them chance, man. The people united will never be defeated. It's like, yeah, it's kind of true. Like you can make whatever law, curfew, whatever you want, but it's like, if the folk keep just showing up, like what you gonna do? What you gonna do? Yeah, no, Queen Latifah was right, UNITY, you know. You know what I'm saying? That's right, yeah. that's right. And on that, I think that is a wonderful place. So listen, Kevin Koval, it has been a pleasure as always. Shout out at Vocal, shout out everybody who came through and waved. Um, this is uh, this is what we do at Sam on New School. Yeah, man, Monday nights. 8.30. You can find us on the Vocalo platform. And then please make sure to uh, listen to the rebroadcast as our, our, our producer, Justin Mayer, gets in and adds uh, some, you know, uh, sonic flavor to, to the conversation as well. You can find and also on Spotify. Yeah, along with playlists. Like, he, he also creates these custom playlists that you know, kind of line up with, with our episodes and uh, stuff we're talking about and uh, the music we, we reference. So everybody out there, stay strong, uh, keep the faith, keep on pushing, and uh, stay safe, and we'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.